gonna always call when I need to make everything stop. Finally, you put my love on top, baby, cause you're the one I love. Baby, you're all I need. You're the only one I see. Come on, baby, it's you. You're the one that gets my all. You're the one I always call when I need to make everything stop. Finally, you put my love on top, baby, cause you're the one I love. Baby, you're all I need. You're the only one I see. Come on, baby, it's you. <laughs> Way to go. Yo, that okay. was Tracy in the house. We keeping it real. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Represent for that sweet tea. <laughs> sweet tea. That sweet tea. Sweet tea. <laughs> Back in North Cacolat, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Get it twisted. I'm like embarrassed that I don't drink sweet tea anymore. So when I go home, I like shake a fake pack of sugar in my drink. Like, look, I still sweet. Like, uh, tricking, you, you know. All the way Cali, uh, don't be embarrassed. embarrassed. So I say no to diabetes. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, they don't get it. They don't. Well, I get it. It's cultural. Yeah. When I was in Atlanta a couple months ago, I, I forgot how great Waffle House is. Waffle House oh is bomb. Like, you can get a full so meal amazing. for like $6. $5, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I think you gave me the wrong bill. <laughs> Notice it. I'm like, I will be back tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> there are always brawls in Waffle House. There's always big fights. They're open 24 7. Yeah. And it's after the club. And it's after the yeah. club. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's munchy Jerry's Deli for except it's not Jerry's Deli. Jerry's, Jerry's Deli is like terrible. you get one sandwich right. and it's like fifty dollars, <laughs> and I get mad every time I eat there because it's never good enough for no. the bill. It's never good. I haven't had Jerry's Deli in years. Yeah, I, I do not like Jerry's Deli. Or Berries. Berries is another one that people will go Berry's to pizza? after yes yeah. after the club because it stays open. Yeah, so and I keep you healthy because the food <laughs> yeah. here you eat. Like, I'm good on that. Right. I'll so take this water and lettuce. I'm good. For those of you who did not catch. The interview that we did with Carl on our web series page on YouTube. Um, here we have Carl Seaton back with us. He's a director. Tell us a little bit about director. a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. I'm from Chicago. Shottown. town is the place. Steady <laughs> is the pace. Yes. For shiggity. Uh, writer, director. I've uh, done a couple of feature films, primarily uh, dramas with some comedic elements in them. And I've learned that uh, my purpose in storytelling is to uplift and explore uh, sensitivities for men of color. All right. Yeah. I like you that. You better speak. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you know, I see how, you know, women have it together. You know, you yeah. got Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, we got Beyonce. it together. Yeah, people telling you all <laughs> Look, the stories. This so. is a good time for women. Let's not it's a great get it time easy. This is a real it's a great time for black women. women. You, you hear me? I mean, you running hear Running their work yes. in the studio? What does Beyonce me? say? Who runs this? Mm. Well, you know. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute now. No, no, no. Women have always Girls. had a degree of organization, organizational skills that men just right. don't have naturally. Yes, so it's, I agree. It's, you know, it was only a matter of time to you all utilize that level of solidarity. So, yeah, you know, sky's the limit. Sky is so, the limit. are you working on something yeah. now? I am. I'm working on a, uh, well, I'm finishing up this film, Deadbeat. Deadbeat? Bad, bad, Deadbeat? Bad dad oh, rehab. Okay. Nothing's changed. It's bad dad rehab. So okay. I'm finishing that up now. Okay. Like literally finishing it up because it, it premieres in uh, well, it premieres in six days. <gasps> nice. Uh, at the American Black Film Festival. Oh, Miami. nice. Yeah. And Do then, you remember when the ABFF was like in Mexico or in Acapulco. it was the first one? It was I, in Acapulco. I actually, in two thousand, myself. Yeah. 
Kenny Young and Phil James, we won that festival. One week. Wow. One week. One yes. week. Yes. 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 So good. On that yeah. So it's cool. And, and That's great. They won last year, actually. We nice. That film the night before, which I'm sure you'll talk about with them. Yes, that's here. amazing. But, uh, and then after cool. that, it went to Miami. The ABF. It, it went from yeah, ABF. It went from Acapulco to Miami, then to New York. Then is out here one time. Yeah. Then went back to New yeah. York, mm-hmm. and now it's back in Miami for the 20th anniversary. So it's wow. premiering there. It premieres there, next and then it week. airs next this Saturday, 1 p.m. And then it uh, airs July 3rd on TV One. July 3rd, TV One. Set your DVRs. Yes. Tweet mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep, y'all. Snapchat Carl about the truth. it. Carl, Facebook about it. Yes. Twitter, tweet about it. Share, retweet. Get your social media on. Yes. You know. Now it's a good film, man. It deals with uh, absentee fatherism, and you know, and the effects it has on everybody. Yes. Every we we may not have we may not have kids, but we all have parents. Yes. You know, and you you realize how a mom or dad not being in your life how it affects you. You know. Men and women alike. So it, it deals with, and it also deals with how, why some men aren't in their children's lives, you know, and all that is addressed. Well, not all of it. We, we touch on it in a way that it will spawn conversation and mm-hmm. get people talking, you know. Right. And, it, and it's great because it'll let men see this film and have the opportunity to look at their kids in a different light. So, you know what? This was a film. I'm in real life. I can become a better father. Exactly. Or, or I'm, I'm on the right path or so forth and so forth. You can they can see elements of themselves in the characters. Absolutely, yeah. And it was designed to do it in a way where you could see yourself in at least one of these four men. You really relatable. Excellent. Who's the writer? Her name is uh, Karana Kiki McKnight. Nice. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, you, do you write also? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What projects have you written in the past? Uh, wrote uh, I co-wrote with Kenny Young one week. Okay. We also co-wrote Red Rum. Right. Yeah. Nice. Murder. Uh, Red Rum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I've done several shorts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one I did uh, that kind of dealt with the uh, violence in Chicago. This is years ago, before it got even worse, uh, called Kareem. It was a, I wrote a silent, it was a silent short film. Wow. That uh, kind of addresses the frustration and anger and futility that goes on with that, you know. And then uh, some other film. I did another short that dealt with gun control or mm. gun access in Chicago as well. And, uh. Then another one on... You addressing uh, the issues. That's good. Yeah, man. And then uh, I did one recently uh, with uh, Rolando Boyce. Ah, Rolando. Uh, yes. And it was... <laughs> That's about, my brother. That's my brother. It's about Rolando. two men who are allegedly supposed to go to a fight party there. And uh, one of them changes the plans that night because he has George Zimmerman's address and wow. says, we have to go kill him. <sighs> and then you find out that they're a high school uh, a, a chemistry teacher, a history teacher, and a guidance counselor. They take this responsibility on. Wow. So wow. It's all taking place. There's, it's a, a web series called Front Seat Chronicles. Okay. So I've written a couple pieces for them where everything takes place in a car. And, you know, it's a, even though it's all in one location, there's still a journey in nice. that location. So I've been wow. to Chicago and I took the, I want to say, red line from the airport. I was hmm. so scared. Oh, you're saying coming from I don't want to. I don't want to sound cliche. It's okay. Or, but I was scared. It was like late. <laughs> the the, uh, in, the it was kind of sketchy. Like wait, you were on the, on the train late at night? Yes. Oh, yeah, you should have been scared. Was it the no, L? Like, yeah, the L. You should have no. been scared. Yeah. No one told. Like I was going to see one of my line sisters, and uh, she didn't tell you. She she did she not. She should have told you to take a cab. She should have told you to take a cab. She 
should have been there to pick you up no, or it's, just to have you take like, a cab. Oh my god, that is a terrible line system. <laughs> but you know what, Chicago, you know, it gets a bad rap, but Chicago is so much fun. Like I went for the first time for the um, taste. I went for the Chicago. taste too, and it was, I was so well. much fun. It just yeah, I had a just, great time. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Cleveland, so I just I love everything about Chicago. You know, it's just the people are cool because I'm a Midwest girl, so I always recognize other Midwestern people, yeah. and it's like Chicago has just really good people. Now every city has. The bad, you know, yeah, bad apples yeah, too. Yeah. But every time I've gone to Chicago, I've kicked it. Kicked it. We did the um, stroll, I guess, where all the cars. This is like, you know, I don't know where all the, you know where you go. Like, stroll down the- like the hood stuff. I did like hood stuff. <laughs> You know where you go and like the, and the, the low riders, like, you yeah, the low riders, and, like strolling, turn up your music like, really okay. loud. And, yeah. <laughs> it's like the hood stuff, you know. The hood stuff. Girls, <laughs> okay. Copy that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been to some very cool clubs there. Like I. Love Jones really made me love Chicago. I was like, wow, okay. The Renaissance Brothers, you know, they go to the little poetry clubs and Spices then they go and the play their guitar and do, you know, write and smoke and drink their beer. Yeah, you I know. wasn't one of those guys. You weren't. <laughs> I was I those guys, I would stand outside right. the club. So when people came out, hey, okay, cool. I got this movie, you gotta check it out. Yeah, Here I was, yeah. I lived, in, I lived in Iowa for a few years, straight out of college. And every black person in Iowa, well, we're in Cedar Rapids, where I was, claims they're from Chicago. And I'm thinking, how is it possible that all of you are from Chicago and you're all here? So one day we were like, this guy's like, I'm from Chicago. I was like, okay, cool. What part? He was like, Chicago. Never mind. I'm from here. You oh. know, I, I'm just from here. Um, you got me. I'm not from Chicago. Because oh, nobody yeah. asked him Nobody specific. wants to be from Iowa. None of the black people. <laughs> so every time you ask them, they're like, I'm from Chicago. Mm. What I've learned, because I I get that out, especially living out in L.A., people say, yeah, I'm from Chicago. Really? Really? Instead of saying, what part? I just say, what's your favorite Heralds? Ah. (laughs) They're like... If they're from Chicago... They'll know what you're talking about. They will have a favorite Heralds. If they say, what's that? Mm. Yeah. They're from Schaumburg. (laughs) (laughs) I remember going to some amazing breakfast restaurant, and I can't call the name right now. Um, just, just, it was just dope. It was, it was soul food. Um, was it downtown near, uh, uh, Harpo studios? Maybe. I don't know. But, um, I remember Harry Lennox walked in Okay. and it'll, it'll come to me. Yes. And he just, my girlfriend who's a little starstruck, she was like, Oh my God, it's my birthday. Harry Lennox. And he came over and you know, he spoke to us and she was like, I loved you from the five heartbeats. And he was just very gracious. Like yeah. you can tell that he's like a Chicago celebrity. Now, he's a real cool dude. And yeah. I love that he still lives. He still lives there, right? He, he's in both places. Okay. Yeah. But I love that that's home. But enough about anybody else. Tell us who has inspired you to become this person you are today. Who has inspired me? Let's see. It's been, it's been several people, I should say. I, I'll say this. It started with, it started with Spike Lee. Okay. Honestly, I got to give it up to him as a filmmaker. I mean, because he was doing things back in the 80s and the 90s. It just And not only was he doing it, but he was doing it in a way to demystify the process. Because with every film back in the day, his first five films, he would do the film. Then he'd have a book to accompany the film. Like, he's got to have it, uplift the race, right. and all that. And uh, in these books, it was just so much knowledge about filmmaking and what he went through to get these films done. It gave you a whole different understanding of, you know, how, how hard the road is. Because people watch a movie and say, oh, it's two hours. Okay, like it takes two hours to make a film. They don't realize it takes 
hours and hours and right. hours and months to put a film together so that you see this final piece. So uh, that it definitely starts with Spike, but it doesn't start. It doesn't end with Spike. Spike and Robert Townsend, the Hutland brothers, yes, Bill Duke, mm-hmm. yes, you know John yeah. Singleton, mm-hmm. and then I have you know contemporary filmmakers such as you know Kenny Young and Phil yeah. James. They inspire me. Stay uh, tuned. Yeah, a lot, lot of, lot of, there are a lot of brothers out here and sisters that are that are just you know doing the work and, yeah. and really you know loving the craft and, exactly. and, and keeping it an enjoyable process. You know. So I, what's your what's your favorite what's your favorite movie? Do you have a favorite absolutely. movie? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Okay. I'll give you my top two. Okay. Uh, top, top three. Top three. Top three. Top three. Okay. Top three. Maybe five. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh yes, hands down. Excellent. Yes, incredible. I feel like it's yeah, it just and per- then, it's perfect. Yeah, and then uh, so you know every year that you, every couple of years that you have a film that comes out, it says wow. This if if this movie hadn't had I not seen this film, this film would have made me become a filmmaker. So right. in '89 it was Do the Right Thing, in '91 it was Boys in the Hood, '93 was Minister Society. 96 was Carlito's Way. I mean, mm, you know. Love Carlito's Way. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this, yeah, those, I got a lot of favorite films, but there's some films I can watch over and over. Like Give Devil me, in the Blue Dress, I can watch over and over. What is your, let's say, for the past year, what was your favorite one? Your favorite movie within the past year? Within the past year. Ooh, let's That's see. harder. Hmm. I could go with, I would say The Martian. The Martian. The Martian. I enjoyed The Martian yeah. too. I don't understand that it was in a comedy category because I didn't really think it was funny. I didn't see it as a comedy. But either. wasn't it in a comedy category? It wasn't a comedy category. I didn't understand. I didn't. Either. I mean, okay, yeah. yes, there were a few parts where you know he laughed and made jokes and whatever, yeah. but I just did not see it being no. in the comedy. But it was category. so well done. It was so intelligent. Right. It was just like okay. So a couple of things. It was intelligent, and then it was very multicultural in a way where. It shows you that we can all achieve something if we work together. I mean, mm-hmm. this was a global effort to save this man, which I thought right. was really cool. Mm-hmm. And it speaks to a larger issue like, you know, if you really want to get rid of, you know, racism and sexism or bigotry and things of that nature, you bring in an outside element like an alien or some type of outside force and all that stuff will just go away quickly. You know? Can you tell us about your first experience, like directing on a big scale, like, were you nervous? Were you intimidated? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Talk it's funny. Talk about it. Uh, okay, so the film I did last starred Angela Bassett. Oh, right. And we shot on the west side of Chicago. Right. So uh, was, was that called, a boys and men? Yes, of boys and yes. men. Yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. in, in meeting her and in working with her, I was definitely, you know, nervous. And luckily, I talked to other directors. I'm also in the DGA, okay. which gives me access to a lot of different directors. Mm-hmm. And we, we had these conversations. And I'd ask them, like, yo, have you ever been scared? And they tell you in a minute, oh, every time, you know, like I, I'm almost want to, you know, vomit and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, well, how do you deal with it? And, and they, what they told me was, it's okay to be afraid. In fact, you should be afraid yeah, because right. you care. Right. And mm-hmm. not only do you care, you care because you want it to be great. Right. So the fear comes in because you're invested. Mm-hmm. And they say, acknowledge the fear, but don't let the fear stop you. Exactly. Right. You know? So that's the big thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm scared as hell, but <laughs> I'm going to jump out here anyway, you know? And once you jump... You know, and, and and you jump out. You don't just jump out. You jump out with a level of preparation. You've done your homework. You can talk to them about their characters, the story, and so forth. Right. You talk to them about your style, how you want to execute things, and so forth. Here's, you, you can lay out your blueprint. And because you have this preparation, that gives them a sense of security. Because like I said, with actors, like we were talking about earlier, when you let an actor know, 
I got your back. You're safe with me. Yeah. I'm not going to lead you astray or off right. a beaten path. Once they feel that level of safety and security, then they can explore. And they can really immerse themselves into their character, into their performance. So my goal as a director, I'm really, I'm, I'm heavily performance-based. I'm really big on mm -hmm. giving authentic performances. So I really want to give my actors a, a, a foundation of security that allows them to build upon. So what's the biggest mistake you've ever made in, in like making a film? Have you ever like recorded a film with no audio or, you know, did one of the classic <laughs> like big mistakes? Like what's the biggest I forgot to turn the camera on. Yeah, <laughs> no. like didn't, like wasn't speeding, right? Uh, the, the probably the biggest mistake is uh, doing a film that wasn't really uh, aligned with my sensibilities. Okay. Taking the short money. So what's mm -hmm. the check? Let's do it for a check. Right. And I've learned the hard way that sometimes that short money, though you you're doing it for that check, you you pay you pay that price in a lot of different other ways. Right. That's probably the biggest lesson I learned. Yeah. Is there something that you wish somebody would have told you on your way up um, that you would tell to an inspiring director? Yes. What would that piece of advice be? Uh, hmm. <laughs> I, I would, A different piece of advice than we did in the... Earlier? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, what would I tell my younger self now besides what I said earlier? Hey, brother. Brother, listen. <laughs> Remember oh. that girl? Just stay away. Go the other way. Right. Walk in the other direction. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Yikes. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole, we keep it real. We keep it real. We keep it real. I would say um, knowing, well, you know, knowing my value. Okay. Know your value. Yes. You know, nice. and that goes for it's more than just filmmakers and actors, any form of, you know, profession, yeah. you know, and, and Chappelle talked about this on Inside the Actor Studio and with Oprah Winfrey about, you know, his father told him, set your price. And this industry has a funny way of challenging your price. It, yes, you it know? definitely When does. you start saying, well, normally I wouldn't do this, but they're asking and offering this. So, you know, you really have to know yourself, know what, what, know what you want, know what you're about. And not be willing to compromise too much because you can comp you can bend over so much you can break yourself. Right. Well, thank you so much, Carl. My pleasure. For coming on and sharing all your knowledge with us and inspiring us to you know really reach for the stars and know our value. Yes, exactly. And value. we would love for you to come back. Please, anytime, anytime. And join us. Don't say that because we'll hold you to. We'll as long like, as you keep singing those Beyonce songs. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll have a new one prepared. No, we'll have for a new you. one. And she'll know all the words. And I'll know the words. And I might even do background. Yes, for her. Choreography too. Choreography. Yes. Yeah, yes. We'll I'm with it. I might even dress the part. Okay. I don't know. Now, you, now you're talking. Now you're talking. I'll turn on the fans. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Hair is flowing. Now you're talking. Thank yeah. you, Carl. Thank you, ladies. You all keep doing your thing. So Thank you. Keep it real. Keep it real. Carl C10. Follow him on. Uh, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> uh, uh, on Instagram, I am known as I, I am C Tone. Yeah, I was by the time you guys. You guys he's Let's spell it out. Can you spell it out for us? Yes, so we can... I A M C E E T O N E. Okay. And then on Twitter, I am just C E E T 
T-O-N-E, C-Tone. C-Tone. Yeah. And let's all tune in on July, July 3rd. 3rd. Yes, for Bad, Bad Dad, Dad, Rehab. Dad Rehab. TV One. TV Do one. not miss I'm, out. I'm in there. Look hard for my cameo. Yes, her audition yeah. was earlier today. Yes, yes. So. she nailed it. She nailed yes. it. Yeah. Hopefully they don't cut my, my scene out, but we'll <laughs> see you on July 3rd. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that. Regardless. Yeah. If, we're, yeah. if I'm in there or not, um, hopefully, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Don't call us. We'll call you. We'll call Got you. It. Don't <laughs> hold your breath either. Don't but. hold your breath. Don't hold your breath. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you Thank you. Thank Bye. You. That's what's up. That was-